This is the Pursuit of Endurance podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Pursuit of Endurance podcast. I'm Nikhil. Hi, I'm Arpana. Today, we are speaking with Dr. Usha Hegde. She's a triathlete and has clocked some incredibly fast marathon times. In 2019, she was ranked the number one woman Ironman in India. She believes in striving to become better than her previous best. Dr. Usha, welcome. Thanks, Nikhil. Thanks, Arpana. Welcome to the show, Dr. Usha. Um, Really, really honored and privileged to have you on the show. You are our first uh, woman uh, guest. So really, really um, happy to have you on the show. Thank you guys for having me on the show. Right. So let's get started. Um, Tell us about how it all began for you. Mm, I was born, brought up in Bangalore, and uh, sports has always been an integral part of my life. But it's uh, in school and college, it was more of just for the college level or the school level sports. And I would just go out and play any game. It was not running or yoga, gymnastics, coco, all sorts of games. So basically an outdoor person. But uh, being a family of five siblings, we are five kids together and tough times. Dad moved from the village to city. So we have, had, we have seen tough times. And so priority was always studies, never sports. So joined my dental course, moved to Mysore for my dental course managed to do well in my studies and secure a postgraduate degree too. So during the uh, undergraduate and post-graduation time, though I was active in sports, it was only again limited to the college level, never uh, thought of anything big time. And post that marriage, kids, life just went past me. It was only I think after I turned 40, the kids were a bit grown up. I had some time on me and I just started running. And I remember, I think the first event was Life is Calling, the celebration run in Mysore. They had a 10K marathon, 10K and a half marathon, 21. So I just registered and went and participated without any training whatsoever. And to my surprise, I was, uh, I came fourth in that race. And Mitra, who was the organizer, he came home and gave me a special goodie bag, you know. So that was, that started my journey, I should say. After that, um, I started participating in more and more events and absolutely no training. I would just go and run and then I saw a few podium finishes. So that's when I decided, okay, I have to up my uh, running, start training. So from 10K, pushed it to half marathons. So till about 2014, 15, uh, no training, proper training, but I was uh, involved in uh, all these uh, uh, road races, I would say. I think from 21 kids, it's just natural for anyone from, to go from one level to the next level. So from 10K to 21K, so the next dream was like a full marathon, 42K. And that was, believe me, unimaginable by me. I thought, completion, one race I'm going to do, that's it. I never want to go back and run a 42K. So... Uh, I ran a friend of my of mine, Bharat So I expressed it to him that I want to do a full marathon. And he had done a couple of marathons. So he said, okay, let me give you a plan. And he just helped me out. 
So three or four months of dedicated training. And 2016, I did my first full marathon in Bangalore. And uh, I was first in my age category then. And in my first ever marathon, it was like four hours, eight minutes. A very commendable time. I, I was very happy for myself. Yeah. <laughs> then there was no looking back. <laughs> so running was uh, so running sort of came a little naturally. And then I continued. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, around that time, met few triathletes. So around 2016, I think, I had no idea what a triathlon event was. And was just simply awed by the sport, the three sporting events as a single sport, you know. And I was very new to cycling. Cycling was, all, all the cycling that I did was uh, in school, from home to school and back from, you know, commuting, basically in school time. Uh, swimming was uh, doggy paddle. <laughs> That's it. So I had to, to enter a triathlon. I had to learn swim as well as cycle. But then uh, I think you get... That's what keeps you moving, right? So now full marathon is over. Next what? And uh, got introduced to this sport of triathlon. I thought, okay, let me try. So picked up a cycle. And uh, the way I picked up the cycle also was very funny. I was just walking by the streets in Mysore. And I saw one very good-looking cycle in the uh, windows. And I just told my husband, I have to have this cycle, you know, because it's good-looking. <laughs> so... <laughs> Went and picked up the cycle and started cycling. Again, no serious training in cycling. Met few cycling friends. We did a lot of cycling, you know, for fun. It was really good times. We cycled from Mysore to Goa, Mysore to Uti a couple of times. Um, Manali play, I've cycled. Uh, and done some brevet events, 200 and 300 kilometer cycling events in a single day. So the next step was obviously swim. And swim was a big, big struggle, I should say. It took me two or three years of learning and learning, learning and learning. Uh, mainly because you don't find coaches who can train an adult swimmer. It's very, very different to train an adult. Um, the techniques that you have to use and uh, are very different. You can't use the same techniques that you uh, train a child, you know. So the children pick it up so naturally. But for me, it was a huge struggle. And most of the coaches in Mysore, would just say, eh, hodi hodi that was the attitude, you know. So, uh, I have tried like four or five coaches and finally I found uh, the right person, Rupesh Tambar. And um, he's, he himself uh, was a beginner, but then he did a lot of uh, learning and um, he understood this adult uh, form of swimming and he started coaching me. So that's when like my swim started picking up. And luckily when uh, Mysore, close to Mysore, we have this Tonur Kere, which is about 45 kilometers away from Mysore, Pandapura. So the triathlon events happened there. Um, since it was so close by and my friends were going, I just tagged along. And the first two uh, triathlons that I did, that's a swim, a sprint level in the Olympic, they're smaller distances. Uh, the swim was still new. I was struggling, uh, but I managed to finish it. Only aim was completion. I think later on, I got introduced to Deepak Krach. That was a big, 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 uh, um, what is influence on me. Deepak Krach is a head coach of Yoska, and it, which is an online training platform. And um, he's from a couch potato to a world uh, triathlon championship qualifier. His journey is really, really commendable. Some, somebody who was 100 plus kilos, 
uh, working in IT company and you know he took it as a challenge and uh, now he runs totally uh, this Yoska platform is totally into triathlon and he was a man who brought triathlon Ironman triathlon to India for the first time that we had last year in October in Goa. So I attended one of his workshops mainly for swim uh, for swimming which happened in Bangalore. I was so 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 taken by him and the goal was I have to do an Ironman. That was way back in 2017. And from 2017, I worked on my runs. Run was a little bit easier for me. Cycling and uh, swim was really hard. Yeah, it took me two years to gain that confidence. Okay, I can attempt an Ironman. And I took it very progressively from sprint to Olympic to a half iron distance and finally to an Ironman distance. So that's been the journey. And uh, I hope I have... Some more dreams. Let's see if I can complete it. <laughs> we, we will come to that dreams. Hold to the, hold on to that thought. Uh, yeah. um, okay. just, you, know, the, you you mentioned about uh, learning and unlearning uh, swimming, and mm-hmm. I can absolutely relate to that. I can't swim to save my life, so I had started to swim, <laughs> swim coaching. Uh, literally in March, I went to five classes, and then Corona hit. Uh, I had to stop mm-hmm. there. But the one thing that mm-hmm. uh, I was telling myself is, is I have to unlearn what I know, you know, so, mm-hmm. so you mentioned that as well, both with swimming mm-hmm. as well as cycling, because, you know, we've all cycled. Mm-hmm. When we, it's, it's not the same. It's not the same cycling skill when you are, when you're going hundreds of kilometers. So what were, what yes. did you have to unlearn both with swimming and cycling? Okay. With swim, I would say, See, most of the coaches insisted that you beat your legs really hard. You continuously beat your legs and you rotate your body so much for the breathing. But being an adult, uh, this rotation is very limited for us. It's not as easy as the kids do it. So you have to alter your breathing pattern. That is one. And being in triathlon, since you're going to have to cycle and then run, you need to save your legs. So you can't afford to keep on uh, beating your legs continuously. So there's something called upper body driven swim, which helps a triathlete. You really don't need to continuously beat your legs. So there are different kinds of approaches for swim too. So that the general swim coaches are not uh, aware of. You know, so that's where a triathlon coach really matters, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, coming to cycling again, yeah. Cycling, it's again very, very, very technical. Starting from selecting a cycle to adjusting the getting your bike fit done to your height and your body measurements and selecting the type of the saddle that suits you. You have to probably change the saddle depending upon your positioning, then how you keep your legs on the pedal, where do you place your um, foot and pedal, um, how do you go on an aero position. You know, there are lots, lots of things that you have to really learn to mm-hmm. get into endurance kind of uh, cycling. A lot of, lot of precision involved. Yes. Yeah. A lot of science involved. <laughs> Absolutely, Arpana. There are a lot of science and it's a very, you know, um, you have to take it in a very disciplined and a very scientific manner, a very organized uh, way of uh, coaching and uh, training is very, very essential. You can do it otherwise too, but then you end up having injuries, you end up uh, 
not doing so well not so comfortable you can barely manage to finish kinds but i don't think that's the right way to do it approach it plan it properly and also another thing that i have seen is somebody else is doing okay let me also do it no study your body push your body how much you can and take it slowly step by step yeah that's a great advice dr rusha thank you so much for sharing that with us um so on that note what would you say is needed in an athlete Uh, you know mentally or even physically to do uh, let's say an iron man or even a full marathon i think it's more a mental challenge than a physical one because even if you are not physically fit you can start somewhere and get to the finish line so getting to the start line is always a big challenge and once you get to that start line again training is really hard because there's no escape every day you have to be at it every morning or evening or whatever time suits you you know so there are days when i wondered why why am i doing this why do i wake up why but then two days break i give and then i'm not happy i have to get back and get going you have to be at it it's more of a mental thing i would say so it's staying consistent no matter what's going in yes very very important staying consistent staying motivated you have to be very very self motivated because there are people always around you telling you why are you doing this do you really need to do so much and especially for my, for me at your age do you want to do this i'm 49 <laughs> so people <laughs> i started very late 44 45 so now do you want to do this you're going to end up having injuries and blah 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 so <laughs> you have to just listen and you know get going <laughs> Yeah so even though your body says do I do you really need to do this fight it and say no i just have to do it yeah because i like no, it no i wouldn't say that yeah sometimes you have to listen to your body so mm-hmm. that's where this progressive and very scientific approach is needed you really mm-hmm. uh, you shouldn't push your body when you can't learn mm-hmm. listen to your body give it some rest i have had injuries i won't deny that i have had some at least in the palm of my shirt is with all this running shin bone fractures but then i rest it out and mm. i have a, a home uh, orthopedic surgeon my husband is an orthopedic surgeon so i get first hand treatment there that's convenient <laughs> actually it's not nickel because whenever i tell him he says yeah stop doing all this you know i tell you you, you shouldn't be doing all this <laughs> so half the time i'm not telling him all my aches and pains <laughs> Yeah so what i also meant is dr rusha um so some a lot of times our body has a way of saying ah oh, come on take it easy uh, but to sort of beat that and say you know what i need to do this and i want to do this and go with it even though your body says otherwise sometimes yes yes that i totally agree <laughs> so i will ask a question that you you just mentioned that you would have received many many times why are you doing this <laughs> what what is your why nickel the experiences that i have had and the feeling you know even when i think back now the crossing that iron man finish line i think it's a lifetime memory which is so so mesmerizing i have that finishing video and if i look at it and not just the finishing the every day the training that i did i'm a kind of person when now i would say coaches delight because when i trust a coach i follow his uh, plan to the t so my aim is to finish today's workout and i'm the happiest person and 
it's never failed me. This hard work has never failed me, and it's seen me through oh, crossing the finish line well. Yeah, no, I, and and you know, to me, you serve as an inspiration, not just for people like us. What do your sons think of uh, you being an Iron Man and doing all these crazy feats? <laughs> uh they are very proud they flaunt me in front of their friends uh, on their instas um and uh, i would say i think probably because i'm i'm into all this they are also very outdoor uh, my older son is uh, now now first year of mbbs so he's now in that age where he wants to build his body and you should look at him uh, nikhil i'm not bragging he's got that Pakka six packs and <laughs> both of my sons are uh, and including my husband. My husband was in uh, Mr. Karnataka in his times. So oh, all wow. these are adrenal addicts at home. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. It's a, it's a family business. <laughs> <laughs> so you you did mention that you know you you had a lot of help. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned mm-hmm. uh, Yoska, Deepak Raj, and uh, and a couple others as well. What's your support system uh, with coaching as well as outside of coaching? Because this is this is not easy, right? It's uh, you're you're a, you're a mother, you're you're head of department in the dental college, <laughs> you're very active mm-hmm. in your profession, and you're doing three sports. How do you do it all? <laughs> I guess you just need to learn to balance everything. Uh, and if there are times when I've woken up at four thirty, I've started my um practice sessions at 4:30 in the morning so i think i'm pretty organized nikhil so because i want to do my training at any cost i don't want to miss my training i see that all my other hostios are done in the evening or night i try to i sleep a lot whenever i get time i try to sleep and rest it out yeah you i mean anybody can do it yeah you just need to balance it out you just need to organize yourself well and i'm a stickler for uh, finishing things Uh, it could be as simple as ironing something today i have the stars that i have to finish the signing i have to finish it i can't sleep otherwise you know so probably it's uh, a sort of a innate thing in me also that i have to do such and such and think at such and such and time the, the biggest reasons and we all tell this to ourselves that there isn't enough time right so and that's why i asked that question this <laughs> this uh, how are you able to do this i don't have time or oh, you don't understand it's you don't understand i have kids you don't understand i have a dog i have a cat uh, my my job <laughs> demands that i need to spend x number of hours you know on, on my computer or i have calls i think it's it's defined by your reason it's defined by the why right and you you mentioned your yes, why yes. early mm-hmm. on it's some of that simply comes back to why do you want to do this and if you really want to do this you will work around mm. schedules you will work around yes you'll do what it takes uh if it means mm-hmm. waking up at 4:30 if it means running at 11 o'clock at night you you got to do what you got to do uh, arpana has given some scary moments to, uh, for our security guards because she runs in the middle of the night okay. so if you know nikhil at all you know that he's known for exaggeration no matter what he said it's exaggerated so don't believe him completely right? <laughs> now there's a inspiration right just moving on a bit uh, dr rusha you have achieved so much in the past few years 
and mm-hmm. it's not like you've been an athlete throughout but something that you have picked up um, in the last few years so i think it would be great mm-hmm. to hear from you um uh, what would you say to uh, women uh, who sort of have this maybe a mind block to get on the road mm-hmm. and start doing running or cycling or any of those you don't see too many women on the road uh, mm-hmm. even if you go to mm-hmm. any races there are fewer women and more men so what mm-hmm. would you like to say to all the women um, about this whole mind block that uh, many uh, people would carry yeah, first of all arpana i think most of us you know we give up our aspirations and our uh, passions once you get married have kids the world starts revolving around the family it's very important to have your personal passions alive and kicking all this that is what keeps you going i feel and i've been very lucky to have a supportive family in that way so i really can't vouch for all the women you need to have uh, a good family support but having said that i'll tell you something when i started into endurance sports yes my husband my in-laws they would wonder why am i doing all this and you know i though they would not express it in so many words i could see that they are not very happy uh, i am a stubborn self i wouldn't give up and uh, i continued so now they see yes this girl is driven she wants to do it let her do it so you have to work your way through so first believe in yourself don't give up your passion come what me do it the next about safety and uh, going out alone yes lot of women even many of my friends do have issues they wait for other people you pick up roads which are safer i when i used to start uh, as early as 4:30 i would run a 500 meter loop up and down till it was 5 or 5:30 you know till it's safer and then explore outside so there are always options you have indoor trainers now for cycling you can sit and cycle especially in a city like bangalore where you cannot get out you can train there are options it's not you know it's just excuse that no i cannot do it i am a woman no don't do that <laughs> uh some of my rides yes i have had problems in cycling running i have never encountered it cycling because i used to do this long rides alone 5 6 hours there there have been instances where i have been teased and people pushing me off or the road that's about it you get back and you just get going that's it you're tough how is my sore for for running and and cycling uh my sore is Oh, paradise nikhil seriously for all the sporting events that we can do the training that we can do because i see my friends in bangalore really struggling even to get out running on roads is not safe vehicle wise and you know so much of pollution and cycling to is unimaginable <laughs> you have to get uh, 20 to 30 kilometers uh, out of the city and then you start cycling so that way i have to just get 500 meters out of my house and i get ring road and i can there are so many nearby places you know kr nagar or hd kote nanjan gold you can just explore we are very very blessed to be in mysore do you go up uh, chamundi hills a lot yes you see that again is a very huge advantage you get to hill train yes you get all kinds of terrains to train here all right <laughs> early on you mentioned there were many other mm. dreams can we ask you about <laughs> yeah what's next ah uh, it's not sports related probably sometime later on when i retire from all this i don't know singing is been my one of my biggest passions 
also have a dream of doing an ultraman sporting wise which is a, a three day event it's a, where you swim 10 kilometers follow it up by uh, 480 kilometers of cycling end it up with 84 kilometers of running so this happens in three days you do the event for 12 hours each day and we are given 12 hours of per day three consecutive days to complete this so that's one of my life goals now <laughs> next that sounds insane that that's an ambition <laughs> uh, i'll tell you uh, yeah. singing is far more harder than that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i totally vouch on that nikhil <laughs> okay you are an ironman certified coach um how, what made mm-hmm. you pursue that piece okay it was my association with deepak raj i mentioned to you he's a head coach of yoska so one uh, after attending his workshop i volunteered to work with him on this online platform so that's when he realized that it would be better if i have a credential of being a certified coach you know to train people and i would get an idea of training the Uh, individuals too so it was deepak raj who gave me the idea i had no clue about the certification so once he mentioned it i signed up for it and went ahead needless to say you will make time for coaching people as well i am coaching people nikhil i work for, as an assistant coach at yoska since 2017 almost around 50 trainees i've trained runners and uh, triathletes So I'm associated with Yoska now. Yeah. Where can people find you for coaching purposes? They just have to log into Yoska dot in. That's our online uh, website, and uh, we have uh, about seven to eight uh, assistant coaches. So I'm one of them. All right. Lastly, advice for any aspiring athlete. If you have a dream, follow it up, but follow it up very wisely. don't just do it because uh, you want to do it research about it plan it uh, train for it and then do it thank you so much now we turn to the hardest part of the segment you know okay I'll, i'll let arpana take it over <laughs> so uh, thank you for that great advice dr rusha so we're hmm. going to ask you to choose between two options and without thinking too much you just have to give an answer so it's more like a rapid fire am i going to get some coffee after this <laughs> rapid fire <laughs> next time we're in mysore whatever you need <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> all right yeah so go ahead apna yeah goa or uti what would you prefer goa tooth extractions or root canal which is your favorite root canals root canals oh. <laughs> mysore masal dosa or uh, mysore pak masal dosa western wear or ethnic wear oh this is hard i like both it depends on the occasion <laughs> you have to choose one <laughs> um, uh, western okay and lastly cocktails mm-hmm. or cocktails Uh, yeah i think that's it from us uh, thank you so much dr rusha we i mean i really had a great time speaking with you it was great to hear from you and i think i've already learned so much from you uh, just listening to you so thank you so much for being on the show yeah thank you very much it's uh, and it's an absolute privilege to have you on the show you are our first woman guest and 
really a star of Mysore uh, and for us, a star <laughs> of the show as well. So very honored to have you. And thank you so much for so graciously attending to our request. Really appreciate it. And we, we wish you well in, in your journey for either being a singer or definitely for doing that. <laughs> and, uh, thank you very much, Dr. Rusha. <laughs> thank you guys it was wonderful speaking speaking to both of you <laughs> and i won't forget the coffee next time when i come to bangalore or when you guys come here <laughs> oh yes absolutely that was the very inspiring dr usha hegde we hope you like this episode please share it and help us spread the word subscribe to our podcast at spotify Google Podcast or anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at The Pursuit of Endurance. If you have a story to share or know of someone who should be on our podcast, send us a direct message on Instagram or email us at thepursuitofendurance at gmail.com. In our next episode, we speak with Ravindra D. He is a runner who runs to unwind, make friends, help them out, Stay healthy and enjoy the process by keeping it simple and consistent. Be sure to join us next week. Take care. Stay healthy.